So the big question is this, how these entrepreneurs who started from scratch and had no idea how to sell or market their products or services online and then later on made over six figures, seven figures, eight figures or even nine figures became best in their niches and found their dream customers to sell. My name is RJ Ahmed and find this all out on our interviews with entrepreneurs show where I interview all these entrepreneurs and try to pick their brain on how they actually did all of that and how they took their business as well as their life to the next level. This podcast is all about the entrepreneurs who strive so hard to become super awesome in their niches. Welcome to Interviews with Entrepreneurs. Welcome to Interviews with Entrepreneurs show where we interview entrepreneurs who are super awesome in their niches and today's guest is all about one of the favorite topics that I have and you know I love to talk about it which is like kind of softwares and our guest today is kind of like all around softwares he if you if you've ever been in the space especially using Facebook as your marketing sites as well you probably use like friend filter to remove your friends out there that and that are not like kind of your target audience or engaging with your profile or your post as well. So he's the creator of friend filter software as well. And he loved build softwares, helping people out with that aspect as well. And I would love to talk about it even more. So please welcome Matt Gantel. Hey, Matt, thank you. thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you. I really like your intro. You did a really good job putting that together. Thank, thank you so much, man. But yeah, like truly, truly appreciate it. So like, Walk us through of your backstory, like how you got started into the space of like entrepreneurship and internal marketing and everything. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, going back, I started in radio and uh, broadcasting, and I started my career in uh, 2004 in radio. I was on air um, uh, for several years, and it just it, it kind of clicked for me when um, you know clients were coming in to record commercials with me, and I would you know, write the commercial, write the spot, edit it, and, you know, make really uh, exciting, interesting commercials. And yeah. uh, when they started asking me about websites, like, how do I get a website? How do I start ranking in search engines? How do I start uh, doing these things? And that's when I said, all right, well, I'm looking around at, you know, radio. I'm like, is radio really going to be around? Is this really going to be relevant for the next 30 years? Is this Is this a career path for me? And that's when I decided to start um, creating websites. So in 2004, I made the jump and started developing websites. And one thing just led to another. People wanted apps, people wanted different things created. And every time I had a demand from a client or a potential client, I would go out and uh, learn how to do it and be able to uh, you know, execute that for clients. And uh, I really stopped working with clients a few years back and just started developing our own technology uh, because yeah. it, it was something I was really passionate about. Uh, so I decided that uh, probably 2015 that we were going to just develop our own technology. And uh, we started uh, uh, kind of weaning off of working with clients. And uh, now we just develop our own technology and uh, as well as e-commerce and try to bridge the gap between e-commerce coaching and, uh, you know, kind of that industry, which uh, is basically building and monetizing an audience. So uh, we really found a niche in that and we create products that uh, fit needs and uh, we have a lot of people that use our technology. Mm, okay, that's that's really interesting out there how you actually had that 
kind of like idea that okay like this thing probably not gonna last that much and i have to like kind of like make that transition into it in order to go for the next level and also for a kind of like long run like i i love it love it so i want to talk about like for example you you create a software which is like friend filter and when especially when i started in the space like if you don't know i'm 22 at the moment you know and i I call myself part-time student and full-time entrepreneur that's what i call myself right now Mm -hmm. but when i got into the space i i saw that software and i saw a lot of people like over 10,000 users like that is recorded by chrome that are using it at the moment as well so you how how you actually came up with that idea okay like i'm gonna go and create that yeah, absolutely. So for our friend filter, we're currently at 85,000 users on the platform. Wow. We've, um, uh, because of COVID and everything, uh, Chrome's uh, extension team actually stopped approving um, uh, changes in extensions. So each time we had to make a change to our extension, uh, Chrome's team uh, wasn't even working. So we were unable to launch the extension. So we have probably seven or eight different variations of our ex- extension that we've pushed live uh, since May of 2019 when we originally went live. So, you know, it says like 10,000 users or whatever yeah. on the latest version of it. And we've had to push so many different versions of our application out. So, you know, it, 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 kind of sucks from the standpoint of we had so many great reviews uh, from, you know, so many customers and uh, we had to lose all those reviews and all of that. But, you know, you just have to roll with the punches uh, and so forth. But how we created the app was um, in uh, March 1st of 2019, I had 5,000 friends on my Facebook page and I had over a thousand friend requests and I was like, all right, well, you know, I need to get rid of some of these people. And I know the Facebook algorithm. I know how it works. I understand yeah. it. Um, you know, I've, I've worked inside the, the algorithm for many clients and, uh, you know, had massive successes with building huge audiences. I know how the algorithm works. It's based upon uh, when you post, it goes out to 20 people. Based upon how those 20 people engage with your post, it will continue showing your post to another 20 people. How those 20 people engage with your post, it'll show to another 20 and so forth. And so if you post, and only one or two people like your comment or whatever on your post, it will um, uh, degrade the amount of new people it will show to. So if it shows to 20, the next show, uh, the next time around, it'll only show to 10, and then it'll go down to five, one, and then zero. That's why sometimes you'll have a post from years ago that gets engagement for some reason, and then it starts taking off again, and people start taking off again, because the Facebook algorithm is built upon engagement and and that's how it it decides so if you're locked in with five thousand friends your post might only be going out to say a thousand of those friends the other four thousand people will never even see your posts so that's the question how do you um unlock that algorithm to start showing the post to people who actually want to see it and free up space on your list so uh, March 1st, I spent uh, March 1st and uh, part of March 2nd trying to find if there was any software that did this because I had a need. I needed to solve that need. And uh, it only took me about uh, 48 hours or so to figure out that this doesn't exist. And uh, I reached out to my developers and posed them with a very simple question. Now, if anyone's thinking about getting into software, this is probably the first thing that you need yeah. to write down in terms of um, you know, creating uh, a great software and not wasting money is the first thing that you do in development is you find the hardest uh, technology piece, the hardest, most difficult thing that you don't know the answer to 
and find out if you can answer that. So my question was, can we extract uh, engagement off of Facebook posts using a Chrome extension? That's it, one question. And I posted yeah. that to my developers. I have great developers that have been working for me for years. And I posted that to my developers and I said, can we do this? Can we solve that one thing? I don't need it to have uh, you know, a pretty dashboard. I don't need it to be pretty. I don't need it to even go into a database, like just export it to a CSV, like just prove this one thing and what data can we find off of that post? And it took them 48 hours. So I'm talking about maybe $300 for me paying salary, whatever, $300, $400, somewhere in that, in, in that rate. And it cost me only that much money to answer, yes, this hmm. is possible. So I only spent three, $400 to answer the biggest hurdle of the technology. Then everything else is just build the technology around that and create a, a great uh, user interface and a great user experience. Because if there isn't a user experience and people won't use it and uh, then create a nice onboarding process, uh, yeah. which, you know, uh, run your free scan. So, you know, it's a very low barrier of entry and then have uh, a paywall that you're able to paywall and, you know, upgrade to the service. And um, then the next piece was integrating the affiliate program inside of the technology where it was one click uh, integrated and it automatically created people, um, you know, sharing out with their friends. And therefore we're up to 84, 85,000. I think we're right bordering 85,000 right now, uh, users on the platform with $0 in advertising. That's wow. That's the biggest, wow. that's the biggest takeaway. Yeah, like, and, and I really love it. And I can really relate to so many things that you said at the moment, because especially like, first of all, when I started out, I saw your software when, when I saw people out there like on friend removal and this, and I was like, friend, everyone was talking about friend filter. And I started mm -hmm. to use that as well. And later on, I built my own Chrome extension and then became a coach. And uh, I don't know if you know Kim Dang, you know, she's the founder mm -hmm. of Group Convert. So I then later on became the coach in her program as well, you know, being the student first and then became a coach in her program. So I can relate. It's so many things that, you know, people just, just kind of like not understand to the product market fit and the possible solution to it. So I have a follow-up question alongside that, which, you know, we already talked about software and but some people, you know, some people just don't understand that fact out there as well. Like, I want to ask you what you see is the common mistake, you know, like you could list down three main mistakes that people make when they are building and launching their software. Like, so you could list down like three mistakes, narrow it down like that way. Yeah, the first one is, um, you know, solving your problems, solving the big problems up front and, you know, making sure that there is that market fit and it is something that people want, but solving the technology problem really fast and upfront. That's the first. The second is um, people trying to create software that's already been mastered. And, um, you know, I, 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 you mentioned being a part of a group. Some of those groups are out there telling people, like, go and create the same software as everyone yeah. else. That's probably the number two um, stupidest thing that you can do in software development because I've already proven this. I've spent uh, $450,000 on this application in terms of development. And we have things on the back end that people don't even see, people don't even know. And that's the secret to makes, uh, what makes the software work so well is uh, we've built machine learning on the back end. And it's, it's a massive investment. So for somebody to come forward and say like, oh, I'm gonna build some app for, you know, uh, $10,000, $15,000 yeah. cost out of pocket, $5,000. It's going to be just as good as FriendFilter. Uh, go ahead. I, I don't care. I don't, I, 
you know, you can go waste your money. You can go, uh, you know, do that. That's fine with me. But at the end of the day, you would be best off using your time, your efforts and your energy to create something that doesn't already exist because it takes the same amount of time to create something that doesn't exist uh, and, you know, be massively successful as it does to reverse engineer or attempt to reverse engineer what somebody else built and, um, you know, therefore uh, try to go to market with something that's already been mastered. So, you know, don't, don't do that. I mean, that's a total waste of time and money. And, um, you know, I've gotten caught up in that as well yeah. as a software developer. We, uh, we spent probably six weeks starting to develop a new platform for um, hosting uh, uh, coaching uh, materials and coaching courses. So we spent about six weeks on that. And then I pumped the brakes and I just said, hold on a second. When I started looking at the features and started looking at what we provided, I was like, you know, ClickFunnels, Teachable, Thinkific. Um, you know, I just started listing off every platform. I was like, no, we're not building this. And and yeah. I completely stopped the team. We were probably only, you know, $20,000, $25,000 uh, invested uh, between, you know, several developers into developing it. And I just pulled the plug on it and said, you know, we are never, that was probably 2017, 2018. I was like, we are never developing software again that already exists. If our, you know, in, in, in another aspect to this is, um, don't say, all right, well, I'm going to take the features from this features from this features from this features from this combine them into one. And we have a nice, uh, um, you, you know, USP unique selling proposition. Yeah. Uh, again, that's a terrible idea. Uh, I've had several people reach out to me and say, I want to take Infusionsoft, Calendly, ClickFunnels, and yada, 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 integrate them all into one, and I'm going to revolutionize the, the world. I'm like, fantastic. Um, give me $10 million cash, and I'll make sure that that gets developed over the next two to three years. And um, then you can go out and market it, and it's you know it's going to fall flat because people yeah, don't 100%. care. People don't care about everything being all in one. People care about things being the best for what they are and something fitting uh, a demand that does not exist, period. That's it. If you are not focused on that, if you're thinking of how you can integrate this and that or be the Uber of something, you're you're totally missing the boat. And uh, you know, like I said, in March 1st of 2019, I came up with the concept for um, yeah, the uh, platform for friend filter. It took seven days to decide. Absolutely, we can do this. And by May nineteenth, uh, uh, May of uh, 2019, so just a couple months later, we built the entire platform, and I recouped my entire investment within seven days of that platform being live. Wow. Zero investment. So you tell me, you know, do you go and and create something that um, is in demand that doesn't exist? Or do you spend that time going and, you know, trying to build APIs and reverse engineer somebody else's technology because, you know, you think that you need to be the Uber of, I don't know, name it, right? So that's number two, quite long-winded, but um, feel very passionately about that as, uh, you know, I feel like uh, people get, you know, caught up in, in that uh, pitfall all too often. And then uh, number three, it's just got to be user experience. Uh, the user experience is... Uh, one of the biggest uh, aspects, and I would be um, I'd be wrong to not put that on this list of the top three things that people fall into. Um, absolutely, one hundred and ten percent focus on your end user, 
And um, you know, I could pull up my my screen right now, and you would see that we have zero support tickets. We have zero empty, uh, zero support tickets. Every day, by the end of the day, we zero out our support tickets. That means that we solve every single problem that exists on our platform within that amount of time. And uh, then we group everything together. We have a, an admin section that uh, reports on errors based upon different errors that we have. And then that goes to uh, an Amazon bucket. And then from there, we look at the code and we're able to break down the errors that are happening, quantify the errors, then solve the problems before they even are support tickets. So that being said, in the end, um, we probably get 15 support tickets a day total. And usually it's like, hey, I don't really understand how to do this. Can you yeah. explain a little bit better? And we get 15 support tickets a day. Imagine having tens of thousands of people using your platform every single day and only getting a handful of support tickets every day. That's the difference between developing technology that works and um, you know focusing on that end user and developing something that you know you're just too focused on money and you're too focused on making money, which is. Um, uh, definitely a pitfall in um, uh, people that try to get into software because they see it as a, you know, oh, I'm gonna make you know millions yeah. of dollars. I'm gonna be rich and rich and rich. Uh, you're not gonna make millions of dollars if you don't focus on your end user. Wow, well, that's that's like a crash course on software itself as well in these three points, like like really and like I really uh, agree on the point that you said. You know, people just came up or try to come up with this feature and this feature and this feature, and they're like, okay, like we've plugged it up into one thing and it's also mm -hmm. cheap. Uh, you know, then they came up with an ad, you know, you're canceling this subscription, this and this and this, and you're getting this for cheap. And uh, like it doesn't work at all. It's not good enough. It's not good enough of an offer because you're not taking into consideration the person's time on the other side. Like I have all my technology. I have everything all set up. If you came and said, hey, Matt, with one click, you know, we can, you know, go and do this and this and this and save you money. I think about my time. You know, how much yeah. time is it going to take for me to go from that platform to that platform? And um, my time, I value it at $450 per hour. So if anyone wants to get on the phone with me and talk about their software idea, whatever, that's my hourly rate. However, I value my time based upon anything that I do, except for you know things with my family, obviously. Yeah. But um, everything in business, I value my time based upon that, that uh, framework. So if you're telling me I have to move Infusionsoft and ClickFunnels and this and this and Calendly and all these other things, I have to move all those things to this other platform. If that takes me 10 hours, 15 hours, 20 hours, I times that by 450. And if your software is not saving me that every single year, then I'm not going to do it. And more people think exactly like me because they value their time. And the people that you want to work with in terms of software and you know, as an enterprise software, you want to work with people that value their time because you don't want somebody that's just coming in and giving you a hard time all the time and you know, uh, creating sport tickets and, and dragging your time out. Again, if something ends up taking my time in terms of customers and so forth, and we're unable to solve the problem, I'll just hit the refund button and say, yeah. I'm sorry, we were unable to help you. And, uh, you know, we move on and, and, and we move forward. And, you know, if there's something that we can do better, just let us know and we'll, you know, develop that and make it better. However, you know, at this time, you know, we've, we've exhausted all, all time as possible because if you value your time as a software developer and as an entrepreneur, then it absolutely changes the way that you approach business and, uh, and how successful you're going to be. And uh, at 22, I wish somebody would have told me that because when I was 22 and I was getting started doing this, um, I would take a phone call with anybody. Um, every single day I tried to connect with 10. I, I read it in some book. It's probably a book in my bookcase somewhere. Uh, it was like connect with 10 people per day, right? And that was uh, their recommendation. 
have a conversation with 10 potential customers every single day. It will change your world, whatever. And so I was not gating the people that I was talking to. I was talking to 10, usually nine, but uh, let's say 10 out of 10 broke people every single day. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being broke. I've been broke most of my life. However, in business, you need to talk to people that are decision makers, people that will take action, people that will move, and people that have the means to get done what it is that they're talking about. Otherwise, it's just talk and nothing's ever going to get done. Therefore, take calls from uh, you know 10 people, however, whatever the number is, but make sure it's people that are qualified in order to have that conversation with you. So now up front, I had a message last night and said, you know, hey, Matt, I, I saw that you can build email servers and you can go and, you know, do this and that. And, you know, like I, I heard that from somebody like, can you help me? And I was like, all right, well, let me understand the scope. So one one word, you know, one sentence. Let me understand the scope. Right. And he messages me and I was like, all right, that's about a twenty thousand dollar project. If I did it or if somebody else did it, it would be about that, about twenty thousand dollars. I don't have the cash right now. OK, uh, you know, let me know when you do and I can help connect you to somebody that can get that done for you. Period. End of yeah. story. That conversation took literally like a minute and a half. That was it. And before, like the 22-year-old Matt would have uh, booked a call, gotten on a call, spent an hour, and not gotten anything done. I would have like answered 5,000 questions on how I do something, yada, yada, yada. But in the end, value your time because your time is the most valuable thing because once you do start making crazy amounts of money, you'll realize time is the only thing you're always trying to buy. I'm trying to buy more time every single day. I buy time by hiring people. I hire people to do a project and then I look at revenue per head. If I add uh, you know, a 35 or $45,000 a year uh, staff member and then I make an additional $100,000 to $150,000 per year, then I three to four X that head. Now we're, we're in a good place. I will keep buying time. I will buy time until the end of time because that's how you scale a business is with people and uh you know scaling heads so um absolutely like you have to value your time as an entrepreneur and as a business owner wow wow that i i really love how you actually you know put everything in place for people to understand and i i can like personally truly relate to it as well i when i started i was like 18 and i was like getting in a call with like every single person like without even qualifying them and i was like getting in a call with them and i was like ah oh, you know let's Let's talk about it. And later on, when, you know, like I started to learn with the people who are already successful in the space that, hey, you have to value your time. It's not like, oh, even, okay, you can like be on a part of a gratitude that, okay, now you're in a better situation where mm -hmm. everyone else are at the moment. But it's like not everyone is a good fit to work with you. You have to qualify those people, not like Absolutely. getting in a call with everyone. Like, love you it. can't work with everyone. You can't solve everyone's problems. And you know, you're better off, um, uh, you know, what, what we often say is you're better off being a lighthouse than a tugboat, which means you're the lighthouse bringing people in towards you. So be that lighthouse. Don't go out to sea yeah. and try to pull them into shore, like show them the light, show them where they need to get to and then have them come to you. So that's probably why I have, um, you know, several messages every week of people messaging me and saying, Matt, I've been following you for years. I finally got to the place where I'm ready to work with you. If three years ago, I would have started trying to work with that person when they weren't ready, I would have burned that relationship. But I now that they are ready, now, you know, we're able to, you know, do some work together, whether that's buying one of my courses or, uh, you know, taking some advice on how to hire somebody or, you know, whatever the situation is, um, you know, now they're at a place where they can actually do it. And, you know, they're not just wasting somebody's time and burning a bridge. 
Yeah, 100%, man. Like, I, I really love how you actually pulled that down and, like, explained to everyone else as well. So I want to talk about the, the latest, like, software you've built and you posted up on Facebook as well, which is, like, Group Filter. Like, I want to talk about, like, what is it and what it's all about. Like, could you tell us about a little bit of it? Absolutely. So we launched uh, Friend Filter, and probably the number one thing that has been asked in terms of features is how do you use this in Facebook groups? And I said, okay. Great, because some of the best yeah. ideas come from your customers. So listen to your customers, right? So I said, all right, great, fantastic. Uh, we spent about a year and a half working on that platform because uh, if Friend Filter is a 2D, two-dimensional application, uh, Group Filter is a 4D application mm. because we have uh, multiple permission levels and we're not just scanning your posts, we're scanning every member's post that's in there and then assigning that to uh, the engagement based upon how those other members engage with the post. So we had to build out our database to uh, be four-dimensional and be able to report on that data. We haven't built all the front-end features yet, which uh, again, we launch at 90% good uh, because we understand we'll never be 100% good. 99% uh, is doable, but 100% is you'll never get there. So if in software you're trying to strive for 100% doneness or 100% perfection, um, you'll fail in life and in business and in everything. So, you know, launch at 90%. And that's what we did this week is we launched at 90% good. So, um, you know, there are other things that we want to add. We have a full Trello board full of ideas and features and uh, users are signing up and giving us ideas and features and all of that. So number one thing is listen to your customers. So we listen to our customers. We launched this uh, group filter where uh, group admins are able to manage their group. Uh, more importantly, group admins are able to grant permission to their uh, other admins. And we might open it up to moderators, but right now it's like admin level because uh, we don't want like any moderator to be able to sign up and, and grab access to it. But um, we, we built that you know, two-way communication between the group owner, which we call them, and the uh, other admin to grant access. So they're able to you know, run the application, which is yeah. really important for you know, people that have uh, groups, uh, big groups that you know, have um, you know, resources that are managing the group for them, right? So uh, we have a group with 24,000 users on the platform right now, 24,000 members. And uh, the application so far is, you know, about 90% working for it. So we have to fix that other 10%. But, you know, again, our customers understand. I'm not pushing out to uh, our entire customer base right now. I just posted to my Facebook page and said, hey, friends, uh, you know, can you check this out? Uh, which, again, another great reason why you need to go and build your personal Facebook page with uh, people who are influential. And if I told you some of the people, um, you know, that have already signed up and some of the people that I've transacted with, uh, they're the most influential people in all of entrepreneurship and online marketing per se. So yeah. uh, they're all signed up to my software. They're all customers of mine. Why? Because I've built relationships with them over the last you know five, six years. And, you know, when, so I launched something new, all I have to say is like, Hey, you know, game changer, you know, I launched this new thing, sign up and, you know, dozens and dozens of people sign up. They give me awesome feedback and, you know, they don't waste my time. I don't waste their time. And, you know, uh, I have a good, I've cultivated a good group of people and I used friend filter to do that. Right. So, you know, how powerful is that? How powerful is a network that you can build on Facebook and just post out and say, you know, Hey, I, I did something new, go and check it out. And literally, um, you know, that, that's crazy. Like we're talking about doing affiliate launches and 
so forth. And uh, I imagine we'll do, you know, hundred thousand dollar days, right? Because yeah. uh, you do like a JV launch for something like this, it'll absolutely take off and crush. I've done it before, gonna do it again for a group filter. Point being, uh, I developed a technology that didn't exist. We did the research, we um, interviewed people, we talked to our customers, we understood what the demand was. Uh, we developed it based upon the demand, the bare minimum of what needed to be done. We had to solve some big problems. You know, how do we scan in, you know, a uh, hundred thousand members of a group without the page timing out, big problem. We solved the problem and um, yeah, boom. Now we, we go live and we have uh, affiliates signing up and with massive lists, you know, millions of people on their list. And uh, we're gonna do an affiliate launch and, um, you know, potentially make $100,000, $200,000 in a day uh, from an affiliate launch if we do it right. So, that's um, th that's how software works, and you do the steps correctly. You build the technology, you get the rapport. Um, you know, I've been developing software for you know six years, and uh, yeah. developing for people, and uh, you know, doing some awesome things. And people know that you know what I develop is is done very well. And I've built that rapport in the in the marketplace. And so yeah, when I build a new technology and I launch something, you know, people will take a hard look at it and say, you know, how can I integrate this with my business and uh, if I have a good product fit, which not all of them are successful. I have some success. I have some unsuccessful softwares that I've launched, you know, uh, that's entrepreneurship, right? And th yeah, it, it happens all the time. And, you know, if you're fearful of uh, failing, then you're never going to succeed because you're never going to do what needs to be done in order to succeed. Uh, you're always just going to be fearful of failing. So uh, that said, you know, we launched and uh, we're getting amazing feedback, working out the bugs right now. And then uh, we'll do a product launch and it's going to be amazing. And then I have another software that we're launching uh, in a couple of months and I'm um, not going to talk about it, but you'll see when I launch it, you're going to say, wow, that's incredible. It doesn't exist. Right. And you just solve yeah. a big problem. And, uh, you know, there's a huge market, you know, potentially a hundred thousand customers that I can add our price points, 997 for lifetime access. I expect that we can sell anywhere from a thousand to 5,000 within the next six months. You do the math, you know, a couple million dollars in revenue. Boom, boom, boom. Here we go. Let's do it again. So, you know, find problems, rinse and repeat, find a problem that hasn't been solved, like figure out how to develop it and solve the problem for the cheapest, fastest way possible. Then spend the time to create a great user experience and, um, you know, get it online, which for that software, we solved that problem a year ago. Right. And we've yeah. been working on user experience for a year. So I've spent one hundred fifty thousand dollars on that platform in salaries for developers, and we have not uh, gone live, obviously, because the user experience wasn't there yet. I looked at the platform. I said the user experience isn't there. We need to we need to fix it. We fixed it. We did a total redesign of the platform, which was somewhat problematic because some of the features I wanted to bring forward were complex and, and, and difficult to achieve, but we nailed it. And uh, now we're just putting the finishing touches on it, starting to put it live. We should be live in September, October, somewhere in that uh, time period. And uh, you're, you're gonna look at it and you're gonna be like, I, I, I don't know why somebody didn't think of this sooner and uh, launch it sooner, but that's the way it works. That's how this gig works. So yeah, those people that are going out there saying, hey, go find somebody to copy, go copy somebody else. Like they're absolutely doing yeah. service. Like they are the blind leading the blind, leading you down a path where you're just gonna go off a cliff where you just drop money off a cliff and there it goes, bye-bye money. Like, I don't, you know, I don't care about you. If I cannot make my money back of my initial investment on a platform within one month, I am not doing the platform. I'm not working on it because there's absolutely no reason to do it. Right. So yeah. I have some, 
I have some home run projects because these are my, you know, million dollar softwares, but I, I do have something where I, I would like to, you know, go out and build a billion dollar platform and, and get to that level. But I want to build it myself. I don't want to go and find yeah. investors. I want to build it myself. And I estimate that it's going to cost me somewhere in the vicinity of a million dollars to build, maybe 1.5. So I want to be able to set aside 1.5 million and say, I'm going to build this in the next year. So that might be 2022, but um, yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I want a billion dollar, uh, I want a billion dollar product. I want to, you know, have a billion dollar evaluation for, uh, you know, one of my platforms and, uh, you know, that's what I would like to get to. So uh, it's a goal, you know, I just, you know, throw out a goal and, you know, we try to go and figure it out, but hopefully um, in the uh, incoherent rambling that I did over the last five minutes, uh, some of that was helpful. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, I, I really enjoyed how you actually said everything out there in place. And I hope, like, a lot of people out there who first, like, thinking about creating a software, thinking about, like, building a software and then selling it, some people who have a software but they don't have a customers at all, they could absolutely can learn from it. And, like, I really love the conversation, Matt, like, where people can find about you and everything you have to offer at the moment. Yeah, I, I really have not much to offer um, in terms of... Uh, you know, all right, well, yeah. come in and, you know, I'll, I'll build something for you or, uh, you know, whatever that might be. But uh, you can you can always go to, you know, mattganzak.com, connect with me on Facebook. I, I try to post on Facebook regularly and, you know, try to post things that are insightful, helpful and, you know, for other entrepreneurs. And, you know, if you send me a message, I'll, I'll definitely respond back. Just don't say, hey, 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 which, you know, I, I yeah. literally have an inbox full of people just saying hi. Um, not not helpful like if i can give you uh one one piece of advice in terms of how to reach out to influential people message them um you know applaud them for something that they're doing and and be genuine uh the the way that i did it is uh i've read every single person's book so you can see a bunch of i mean my entire bookcase goes that way i've read every single person's book that i've reached out to and i said hey i read your book i really like how you did this i like how you're doing this um, I was wondering if I could get 15 minutes of your time to talk about how we can make some money together. It's it. I've connected with like so many influential people. I can't even can't even name the, the number of them because I read their book. I took the time to read the book. I took the time to reach out. And I said, you know, hey, can, can we connect for 15 minutes? Specifically, I have a specific agenda for 15 minutes. I don't want to waste your time. And uh, just about every single person has taken that taken that opportunity and taken that call. So, you know, I'm, I'm probably not going to take a 15 minute call with you guys. However, if you have a specific question, ask me a specific question. You can message me, whatever, uh, you know, comment on Facebook or ask me a question, whatever. And I will take the time out to answer your question, period. End of story. And uh, I'll, I'll help you uh, guide you in whatever direction that might be, whether it's, you know, how to hire somebody, like how to do, you know, competitive research, how to, uh, determine if the software is good, um, you know, your concept's good, whatever, like just message me and I'll give you advice and, and try to point you in the right direction. And um, I'll continue to make applications that help you in your entrepreneurial journey, uh, such as, you know, friend filter, group filter, and some of the other, uh, you know, products that we have. Another thing, I'll plug my book. I can kind of see it in mm. the corner here, uh, Million Dollar Plan. I wrote this book in 2016. I wrote it in 48 hours and published the book. Wow. And um, I, I did it because I had a guy that was an international bestseller. He had like 10, 10 successful books and so forth. And he said to me like, hey, Matt, you know, 
I'll sign this contract with you back when, you know, I used to do a lot of client work. I'll sign this contract with you for 60 grand over the next uh, six months. If, uh, uh, but I need to know that you know how to market a book and you know how to put a book live. So I said, wait, you know, a second, wait till Friday. It was like a Monday. I was like, wait till Friday and I'll have something done. I published my book and became a number one bestseller within, it was like seven days. And uh, I showed him the book launch. I showed him the funnel that I built. I showed him the whole thing. And he's like, you know, I, I don't really care. Like, I didn't want to see that. But um, yeah, that's the most impressive thing that I've ever seen. Uh, he ended up spending around $250,000 with me over the next uh, uh, year and a half. And uh, I was able to help him out. And, you know, I was able to take some of those funds and, you know, move them into hiring people and growing my business and doing some amazing things all based upon launching a book within one week, building a, a sales funnel, building a, uh, you know, a follow-up course and all the things that I did with it. But um, so it's still on Amazon. You can go and mm. grab a million dollar plan and uh, by, by me, uh, you can listen to it as well. You know, there's an audio book, but the point of saying this is in 2015, 2016, that's when I started this journey and I wasn't worth a million dollars back then. Mm. And I'll tell you, I wrote the book that was the exact plan that I executed over the last five years. And um, now I'm on the trajectory of like, all right, what's the billion dollar plan? How are we going to go and make yeah. a billion dollars? Because you have to set the goals. You have to, you know, you, you'll read all about the story in the book, set the goals, you know, define what uh, customer you're serving, how you're going to serve that customer. I talked about e-com, I talked about software and um, uh, coaching and execute. And that's exactly what I did. And it's a step-by-step -step process. I wish I had that book for myself when I was uh, 22 years old that I could go and read through it and, uh, you know, see how a, a successful um, person of which I wanted to trade places with, um, you know, was successful five years down the road. So, um, yeah, I wrote that book uh, personally for my 18-year-old self to say, this is the book that you should have read when you were 18 years old instead of uh, uh, wasting time doing the things I was doing. Wow, love it. I'm gonna guys like I'm gonna post up all of the resources out there in the comment section down below and also in the show notes so you guys can go in and check that out as well. I'm gonna get the copy as well out there. Uh, yeah, it's a Kindle yeah. and you know all that stuff. And it's all the cheapest that I can possibly put it. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't really like to make money on it. I just want to help people the best I can. And it's on Amazon for the least expensive that I can put it out for. Wow. And I, I really applaud you for that, like for writing like book in the in the like writing and launching the book in a week. It took me eight months to actually go and like launch my first book, actually. So like awesome, man. Like that's awesome. So like, thank you so much, Matt, for your time first. Any last thing that you want to say before we down the show up? Um, Number one, I hope you took notes uh, because I was somebody that never took notes, Um, you know, in uh when, when I was getting started uh, 2007, I think I took an SEO course and I thought that I was the smartest guy on the block. I thought that I was, uh, you know, an absolute, you know, uh, just a genius in website yeah. development, right? And there was a lot of people around me that I should have sat down and I should have taken notes and I should have listened and I should have executed more and I should have, you know, followed through. And then from uh, 2007 to probably uh, 2014, 14. Uh, so I'm talking seven years. I didn't take notes. I didn't take notes. I didn't listen to other people. I rolled my eyes. I said, you know, hey, whatever. I got this. I don't need mm -hmm. that. Whatever. I had that attitude. And because of that attitude, 
um, you know, I missed out on a lot of opportunities. I missed out on a lot of revenue and I missed out on a lot of uh, ways that I could have made a lot of money, um, you know, yeah. through the growth over the last 10, 15 years. So um, don't have that attitude. Don't think that, you know, everything. And and I, I, I go to events all the time and, you know, people come up and talk to me and, you know, they act like they know everything. Yeah. I don't know everything. And literally my bank account would say differently, but I don't know everything personally. I don't. And I need to learn and I need to be a better student and I need to go get better. And literally, if if you can't open up your bank account and show me that you have millions of dollars in your bank account right now, then you need to be doing the same thing. And um, that, that's uh, it's it's probably the worst thing in the entrepreneurial sh uh, uh, space right now is people are beating on their chest and acting like they're all that and uh, they're not. And I'm, you know, not at the top of my game. You know, I'm not Richard Branson. I'm not Elon Musk. But I'll tell you what, I figured some things out and I'm trying to figure out what they're doing. And being a great student, taking notes and, uh, you know, being a great student of other entrepreneurs and programs like this, um, you absolutely have to take notes. You absolutely yeah. have to do the work. You absolutely have to follow through. And um, you absolutely have to stay consistent because otherwise you're never going to be successful. Uh, you might have a couple pops of wins, but you're going to end up going back to crypto and trying to, you know, win the lottery in crypto by putting $10,000 into a terrible coin and uh, expecting it to go up to tens of millions of dollars. So uh, either you, you take a path that is uh, tried and proven or you keep gambling and hoping that, you know, you're going to hit it big one day. Uh, either way. Um, you know, you have to be a good student of what it is that you're doing or else you're just wasting your time and money. Wow. Wow. That's, that's really good out there. Again, Matt, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was absolute a blast for having you on the show. Thank and you. yeah, guys, yeah. Thank you so much for watching. We're definitely going to see you guys in the next episode. Until then. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I would like to ask you, how would you like to re 100 the people who have the target audience you need? to speed up your success just like I'm doing every single day. If you want to do that or if you are that person who want to speed up your whole process of how you can actually get the traffic from your Dream 100, I have a masterclass called the Dream 100 Masterclass where I'll show you not only the strategies of how to ethically Dream 100 but implement it as well. So just go to the dream100masterclass.com. It's the dream100masterclass.com and I will see you guys in the next episode.